Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio, halfway point of the week. So I know you got your finger on the pulse. You know how much those chocolate chips are worth. And uh, what are the guys in Vegas saying about this Chiefs-Raiders game? Exactly the same as they had for last week's game with Denver. Nine and a half. The Chiefs are a nine and a half point favorite. But the over-under is what I'm interested in. And that I find this to be extremely curious because the smart money guys in Vegas may have figured out what the Chiefs are doing. Mm, I think because they have. the over/under is only 48. Now, that's nothing in the NFL. 48. So what they figure? Hey, the Chiefs will come out, kick this team, uh, oh, in the in the cheek somewhere along the line. Maybe maybe throw a right cross to the face, come down, score a touchdown, maybe two, and then take their foot off the pedal and play conservative. Don't risk anything. I think that's what the Chiefs are doing, and the Vegas evidently thinks the same team. Nine and a half points is the spread, and 48 is the over-under. And Mike, I have to emphasize, 48 is not very many points in the NFL. It's not considering the last time the Chiefs played the Raiders, the Chiefs themselves scored 41 points. So... I mean, I I definitely agree with you there. The weather's looking like it's not going to be really hardcore as far as December is concerned. It's going to warm up again, I think. So it's, I mean, it's not, it's not going to be a factor. So we'll see what happens as we get closer to the game. But yeah, the the I'm I'm definitely curious about that. But I really think you're right on the money with because ever if you if you've been watching these games, you know that's what they're doing. It just comes out attack attack and then. There's no need to push it anymore. Never right on the money, but always right on the chocolate chips. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, sir. And we be eating some chocolate chip cookies in the studio sometimes. Recently, the Missouri State Lady Bears are getting national attention, but it seems like that's not the case this time around. No, and I'm very puzzled as to why this is the case. The latest rankings came out uh, yesterday, and and of course, South Carolina is the number one team, and Connecticut's number two, although Connecticut's star player is out for the the next two months, but over and above that, the Lady Bears are not even getting any mention, period. No points. Now, re- frequently what they do is they t- rank the top 25 and then the others who receive votes. Lady Bears haven't received any votes. I do not understand this. This is a very good basketball team. Coach Mox has a hell of a team out there and to not get any recognition and then to look at some of the teams that have gotten recognition that points toward being in the top 25 there's Virginia Tech and the Lady Bears kick their behinds they're there and the Lady Bears are not I am very puzzled as to this kind of prejudice against a mid-major team. It's not fair. You think uh, that's just going to fuel the fire, though, for them to get out there and prove what they got to prove? I don't know Coach Mox as well as I do Cheryl Burnett, but back in the old days, oh, this played right into her hands. She would have loved this. Well, <laughs> no respect. Te- yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and most and most teams do. I mean, everyone kind of wants to be the underdog because it just uh, – just helps your case sometimes. Uh, let's switch to hockey. St. Louis Blues played the Panthers last night. They get the dub. They did. In overtime, they get the W. The Florida Panthers are pretty good. That's Their record going in was 17-4 and I think 3. Well, when the regular match ends in a tie, that's how it goes. Now, you do get one point mm-hmm. for playing in the overtime. The Blues get two for winning the match, 4-3. to three. But to play a team like the Florida Panthers that close in St. Louis, well, that, that's pretty good. Now, 
when you go down there to Florida to play, that's that's a different story. But over and above all that, the Blues are at 13. That's their 13th victory, 13-8 on the year, and I believe they have three ties. So, hey, that all figures into the points. Yeah, right now they're looking, looking good. As long as everyone can stay healthy, um, I think they've got a pretty good season on their hands. They've definitely got a little bit faster, which is good to see, Ned. Missouri State Bears out on the road tonight. Where are they headed? Little Rock. Going down to Little Rock, Arkansas to play UALR. That's the acronym for University of Arkansas. Little Rock, although they now go by just the city name, as a lot of these colleges do. Uh, Little Rock is coached by a guy who, this is very interesting because he's a former Razorbacks All-America, former NBA player for 10 years, coached in the NBA, head coach of the Washington Wizards, Daryl Walker, and he had his team up here last year, and the Bears pretty much put them under. Bears are expected to do the same thing tonight. UALR is better. They've got some good athletes. Played Arkansas over the weekend, and Arkansas did them in, as you would expect. The Razorbacks are going to do in a lot of teams. But UALR is playing well. They're 4-5 and five coming into this game tonight. Do have a win over Southern Illinois. That was their opening game in the uh, of the season. And, of course, SIU is a conference opponent of the Bears. But over and above that, if the Bears play well and their offense is clicking, they will beat most of the teams they play. Uh, the Missouri State Ball Club, Dana Ford's team, is good. Need handle the ball a little bit better when you're especially when you're playing big time competition like a Brigham Young and people like that and Loyola but the uh, overriding factor is this team can put the ball in the hole I fully expect they'll do that tonight at UALR I'm looking for a Bears victory hopefully we can get that dub on the road Uh, speaking of which it's that time of the year when you're seeing Christmas lights up, you know the, the uh, high school basketball tournaments are about ready to start. Let's start with the ladies' pink and white tournament. Where are the steeds there? The pink and white tournament is sponsored by the Springfield Public School System as opposed to the blue and gold, which is Greenwood. But uh, the public schools have put together, uh, seeded their teams, and paired them up. All those games are played at Drury in either the Weiser Gym or the O'Reilly Family Event Center. That's where the championship rounds are held. All games there, there are two divisions, the pink and the white. In the pink division, your alma mater is number one. Springfield Kickapoo gets the top nod, followed by Republic and Lebanon, both of which are very good teams. In the white division, the number one seed is Georgetown. Georgetown from Washington? They're coming here to play? Now, actually, this is Georgetown High School from Texas, which is a very good program. They've been invited up here to play. They're going to play, and they are the number one seed, and they are very good. Uh, followed by Nixa and Stratford. They are the top three, of course. This is a 32-team tournament, so everybody gets a chance to play three games. If you lose, well, you get a couple more consolation games. It's really a lot of fun for the kids. They get out there. They don't sit around playing whatever video games and all that stuff uh, during the holidays. They're out there playing basketball, Uh, and they're having fun doing that. So, Really, this should be should be a lot of fun. It definitely is, and it's uh, definitely tradition around here. I can re- I can remember it when I was going to high school as far back as then. So yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, watch out for those school buses because they will be in uh, in route all all day long. They will be all, all over and all over there. the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, last but not least, we did have some college teams uh, in the area back out on the court last night. They get the dubs. Missouri uh, played Eastern Illinois from over in Charleston, Illinois. They're an Ohio Valley Conference team. Charlie Spoonauer's son, Jay Spoonauer, used to be their coach there. He's not now. And uh, the Eastern Illinois team is struggling a little bit. Missouri beat them 72-44. to Arkansas got a win. They played Charlotte. Used to be 
North Carolina, Charlotte. It is now just Charlotte, like a lot of these schools have done. And uh, the Razorbacks handled them pretty well by 20, 86 to a 66. And then KU played last night, played in Kansas City. They played Texas El Paso, formerly known as Texas Western, way back about oh, 40, 45 years ago. That's how they were known. But UTEP has had some pretty good programs, but not in the uh, not in the caliber of Kansas. And the Kansas Jayhawks whipped them 78-52. to 52. Kansas is pretty good. And on the weekend, this coming weekend, who does Kansas play? Mizzou. How about that, folks? <laughs> Ned, you have a great day, sir.